Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thing. We are back. I am back in the studio. I'm back home. That's what I feel like saying. I am back home. I am back in the studio this morning, back from my break, back from just uh, everything. I missed the studio and I didn't realize how much I missed the studio until I walked in the studio this morning and the studio is really becoming home for me. So welcome y'all. Hey y'all. Hey, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. It's your girl LMJ in the place this morning and we are back. My God, we are back. We are back. We are back. And I am just so grateful to be here this morning. I am. I really, really am. I like being mic'd up too because I can hear myself a little bit better. So I hope you have your notes. I hope you have your pen, your paper. We've been talking about life by the spirit and learning to live life by the spirit and learning to be in tune with the Holy Spirit. And it's funny because the five days that I took off, I dropped devotionals and the devotionals that I dropped, I had no intention on dropping those devotionals, but the Holy Spirit led me right into that space And as he left me right into that space, I knew without a doubt, this is where we were supposed to go. Well, the funny thing is those devotionals were some of my very first devotionals when I went online and when I was here at JoyNet. And so it was like a really big deal. I was like, oh, wow. So I was listening to uh, them. We were listening to them last night. My, uh, I call them the uh, uh, committee. Uh, Judah and Josiah was up with me last night and we were listening to the last two videos. We were listening to Sober Up and they were just giving me feedback on, you know, what they thought, what should happen next, the difference. It was funny, but at the same time, it was really dope and it was it was good to see the growth and the things that I had experienced uh, while being here. And so I was like, God, this is really cool. Uh, and I'm super excited about everything that he's doing in my life and everything that he's doing through LMJ Ministries. If you're just logging on, do me a favor, go share the video. Put the video in somebody else's hands right now. Do not, do not, in this day and age, we cannot be afraid. What's up, Sharon? Uh, We cannot be afraid to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. We can't be afraid uh, for people to know that we are Christians, right? And a lot of times we'll say we acknowledge God when the good things are going on around us, but we don't want people to know we're really saved because we feel like we're going to offend them or we're going to... We're going to ostracize or alienate them, but you don't realize your light, my God, could potentially transform their life. Your light being on could potentially transform their life. And so while we sit in those moments not wanting to share, Put this devotional out there, forward it. I don't care about your professional career. And sometimes we'll be like, well, I got a professional career. If you're in a professional career and they can't know you a Christian, then you're trying to do purpose without God. You're trying to do purpose. I just got to keep it real. You're trying to be in a professional career and do purpose without God. And it's almost like you got a secret life being a Christian and you just don't want a secret life being a Christian. The world should know that you represent Christ in absolutely everything that you do. So good morning, y'all. Hey, I see some of y'all logging on. We're tuned in. Coffee and Conversations with the Kitchen. Your girl is back in the studio this morning. 
and I'm super grateful. I'm gonna we're we're, we're back in this uh, realm of talking about life by the Spirit, and I'm not letting this go until the Holy Spirit tells me to. And today, though, I want to talk to you a little bit about purpose. Yesterday, um, the Lord just kept sharing with me. I need you to talk to them about purpose. I need them to understand that I purpose them. I need them to know it's me that has uh, put this in them. It's not just them, right? It's not just them. And a lot of times we get an inkling or we, if we've been taught, we are taught that we do life uh, according to us or we got a great idea or I just desired or, you know, I just kind of wanted to, um, a good friend of mine who plays semi-pro ball or professional ball just log logged on and said, hey, it wasn't just him in baseball. You feel me? It wasn't him in baseball. It was a call. It was the thing that was deeply rooted inside of him so that God could even get the glory out of baseball. And people are like, how does God get the glory out of football? And how does God get the glory out of baseball? And how does God get the glory out of movie and theater and all that other stuff? If everybody's in position and everybody's doing exactly what they're supposed to do, God can get the glory out of our lives and others will be impacted by our lives and others will be like, you know what? I want to get connected, my God, to um, the Christ in that person. You never know where you may lead a person. Thank you for that, Lord. The gospel at work. The gospel is at work everywhere and it should be at work everywhere lords thank you thank you for coming back to us i'm so glad to see you this morning we've missed you whether you know it or not i pay attention i pay attention to names i know who's not here i miss you guys when i don't see you guys um connected to me when I don't see you guys in uh, on TV. I mean, on when I don't see you after a while, I start saying, where are they? Um, and I begin, I pray for you guys anyway, but I begin to pray for you. So let's get into the word today. Let me do just a few announcements. I need you to pay attention to a few things. If you're not subscribed to the website, please get subscribed, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Go so you can get updated on all the devotionals and all the things we have. Uh, I need to also share with you, it's back to school we're gonna pray come on holy spirit we're gonna pray for our students pray for our teachers this week uh we're gonna pray for our parents because parents are also impacted by school um my son jojo is transitioning to high school so that's a really big deal in our house and he we just simply uh we just simply say without a doubt that um, he'll make this transition without any problems. He'll make this transition without any issues. Um, and I heard it's a little fuzzy on Facebook. Stay connected anyway. It'll clear up in just a second. It'll stick clear up in just a second. So I know these transitions into school make a difference, that they impact us and that they infect us. Hey, my aunt just called me old. Oh, don't call me old. Oh, I know JoJo, the, JoJo, the last two. JoJo is headed to high school. So I'm really trying trying to get get emotionally um uh focused on this right i'm trying to get focused that jojo is headed to high school so we're going to pray for parents as well also one of our community partners which is uh drew projects out of hollywood which services feminine hygiene kits and we service them and we 
help and we put all these things in place um, and we succeed into them and they are making impact. I'm going to share some information more about them this week, something I need you to help me be a part of. They are in the final for a major grant and we need them to get this grant so that they're able to service feminine hygiene kits throughout the world. Also, if you don't have a copy of the launch, you need to get your copy of the launch. You need to get your copy of the launch. You need to get your copy of the launch. The launch is still moving. Uh, God is still faithful and I'm watching God do something through this ministry that he has placed on the depths of me. Uh, any other announcements tomorrow, Tuesday night Bible study. If you're local, come hang out with us. We are at 1501 South Main Street. I want you to connect to us. It's just something about connecting in person. Of course, you're able to come on live in the special group Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha, but there is something about this divine connection when all these women get together and the Holy Spirit begins to move. So most definitely do me a favor and stay connected uh, with us. Let's get ready to pray. And then we're going to start. I'm going to start by reading Deuteronomy 8. We're going to talk about life by the Spirit. And I'm going to talk to you about, about your purpose. I'm going to talk to you about your purpose. Okay, you can you can drop your question or you can inbox me. Uh, we're going to talk to you for sure about your purpose and what purpose Man, what purpose was just created to do for you and just some different things the Lord showed me. So, Father God, we thank you. We thank you, Father, for who you are. We thank you for your word. We thank you for a fresh anointing. We thank you, Father God, right now for just, my God, teaching us how to rightly divide the word. We thank you, Father God, that we are blessed coming in and blessed coming out. And I thank you, Father God, for just positioning us. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, come on in. We thank you for positioning us and that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I plead the blood of Jesus over this day. I plead the blood of Jesus over this broadcast. I plead the blood of Jesus, Father God, over this microphone, over the airways, over the internet, Father God, over every individual that's work watching this devotional today. We thank you that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And we thank you, Father God, that our minds are the mind of Christ and our will is the will of God. And we thank you, Father God, for the Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit, we invite you in. We cannot do this life, my God. I cannot teach this devotional. We cannot be good parents. We cannot be good leaders, good teachers, good athletes. We cannot be absolutely any of that without you. So we need you. We invite you in today. We ask that you take us over, that you lead us. We thank you for a fresh anointing one that destroys the yokes of bondage, sickness, and disease, and we cancel the assignment of the enemy off our life. Father God, I want to plead the blood of Jesus over our teachers, our administrators, our parents, and our children that are returning to school. We declare today that this is the best year ever. We thank you, Lord God, that they operate in a sound mind. We thank you, Father God, they operate according to godly principles, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that they are anxious for nothing, and everything is done through prayer and supplication. We thank you, Lord God, they are operating from the wisdom that only comes from the above. Father God, we speak to the educational department, Father God the head of education here in the state of Arkansas. And we thank you, Father God, right now that his his are, their mind is bound to the mind of Christ, Lord God, and that the decisions that they're making and the decisions the school board's making and the decisions the principals make are making are the best decisions for the students. My God, the decisions parents are making are the best decisions for their children, Lord God, that we not be selfish or self-centered, that we not be focused and consumed by benchmark tests, Lord God, but that we remember the full development of the child, that we remember the full development of the child, Lord God, that we're focused according to your glory, Lord God, that we not cast kids off, that we not 
throw them away, Lord God. We don't care if a test has labeled them remediation or said that they are special cases, Father God. We know that they are your children. They were created for your purpose and that you live in the inside of them and that we are responsible for them. So we thank you, Father God, that the responsibility is arising up and that every educator and every principal and every counselor and every administrator, Father God, and after every after school specialist, Lord God, and every teacher's aide, and Father God, the resource teachers, the reading teachers, that every person remembers what was placed inside of them, not for their glory, my God, but for your glory, for your glory, Lord God. Let your glory be in them. Manifest your glory in every school, in every school district, in every city, in every state, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you, Father God, for the partnerships between parent and teacher, Lord God. We thank you for healthy relationships, Lord God. We thank you for parents who are steadfast and connected and growing, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God. And we pray for the single mothers and fathers, Father God for this transition isn't always easy for them. We thank you that they have every resource they need this year. Father God, for their children, Lord God, we thank you they have every resource available, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that our children are excelling and doing well in school and able to retain and remember. And we thank you, Father God, that your Holy Spirit is rising up in every classroom. Minister and angels, we dispatch you to the classrooms right now to already begin to orchestrate. Lord God, we thank you. We thank you for divine connections. We thank you for divine appointments. We thank you for student councils that care. We thank you for leaders rising up amongst the kids in school. We thank you that they'll be not tempted to do anything godly through peer pressure, music, media, or more. And we cancel this serpentile spirit, my God, that has limited them my God, from walking in their purpose. We thank you for the glory of the Lord on every school. We thank you teachers are waking up this morning refreshed, renewed, and restored. Remember, it's not just a job to teach, but they're called into purpose. They're the change agents. They were sent to make a difference in every child that they come against, come in contact with. And Lord God, we thank you. No child is casted away. No child is forgotten about. No child is labeled. No child is left alone. We thank you that the teachers will be more involved, Lord God, and they will consider every situation. We thank you for administrators that will support the teacher. We thank you most of all that your love, my God, begins to resonate in the schools, in the school districts, and even with the head of state, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for purpose and destiny. Our meeting in the classroom this day, in Jesus' name amen in jesus name amen so lord god we thank you 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 well thank you lord god we thank you we thank you we thank you we thank you lord god we bless your name we praise you we magnify you we thank you we thank you that the teachers have every resource that they need um look and see if there's a teacher you can help sponsor teachers are only given about five hundred dollars to uh, take care of their classroom and that's not a lot so last year in lmj ministries we sponsored two classrooms we helped set up resource stations for those teachers and so there are always something you can do to tap in so make sure you're connecting when our school districts are strong our teachers are strong our heads of states are strong then we have better chance at producing children who are strong and produce it's not just about tests and 
focusing on tests and they meet baseline measurements and all that other stuff. It's not just about that. It's about what's put in them is going to impact the rest of their life. So if you're a teacher, you need to remember that. <laughs> you need to remember that every child you come in contact with has purpose. I don't care what their file folder says. I don't care what their parents say. I don't care what their behavior act like. I need you to remember that every, every, every child, I don't care if you're a daycare teacher. I don't care. You need to remember that every child that you come in contact with, God purposed them to be here and they have purpose in their life and that you're the catalyst for change in their life. You're the catalyst for change in their life. You have the opportunity to change their life even when even when it's the worst. I don't care how dysfunctional someone's labeled them. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what situation it seems if they come from the worst parents or the worst families. Um, Sherman, I want to know too. <laughs> Sherman asked on Instagram, why did they take God out of school? Man, we can get into this whole conversation. Um, when we start talking about God and Christ and being offensive and all this other stuff, God should definitely be back in the schools. And when they removed him from the schools, we got very political. Um, it pushed a specific agenda and it's, allowed us to get away from the things of God and what education should really do from us. Education shouldn't just be pushing our students in one direction. Education should be helping them fulfill their purpose. When we go to college, it's to fulfill purpose. It's not just for us to be just doing something. When I send my kids off to school, I expect purpose and things to manifest and change and develop in them. And I expect that the teachers they encounter and the administrators that they encounter are going to do the same. But God and politics don't mix. That's why they take God out of school. God, but that doesn't mean those of us that are not Christians can't bring back God back into school. <laughs> it doesn't mean we can't love. It doesn't mean we can't implement. It, it doesn't mean that we can't think outside the box and introduce them to Christ in ways that may not even seem like we introduced them to Christ. They should be eating off our fruit. So even if they took God out of the school, those of us that have opportunity to make influence should be bringing God in the school, should be up, should be praying through the school, should be declaring when stuff gets janky, <laughs> we should be taking the authority over the schools. If your kids are in school, you should be taking authority over your schools. You should be declaring favor. You should be praying over the administrators. You should be praying over the teachers. You shouldn't be complaining about your school districts. You shouldn't be worried about what they said about your school. You operate in an authority that comes through Christ Jesus, and you should be taking authority right there and right then and not be moved. So let me share a few words for you today. You know, Mondays are always typically our prep up for the week. And we're talking about life by the spirit and we're going to be talking about purpose this week and we needed to get in position and pray for our teachers we just pray for our teachers this week we just pray for our administrators when we pray we're no longer anxious mm, come on god when we pray we're no longer anxious anxiety doesn't get to be amongst us anxiety shouldn't be existing in us anxiety shouldn't be connected to us once we put something in position in prayer. We've casted our cares and we've left that before God. So if something shifts in your environment, shift, something shifts at the school, something changes, something is not in position, something is right, then you pick up the mantle of prayer. You don't start talking about the teachers, the administrators. You don't start cutting at people. You don't start getting ugly with people. You stay in position and you be the catalyst for change and you take up the issue in prayer. And I promise you, if you stay connected to the Holy Spirit, he begin, begin to give you the strength. Strategies he need. Now I need to read something to you real quick out of Deuteronomy 8. 
And we're going to talk about life in the spirit, by the spirit. We're going to be talking about purpose this week. We're going to be talking about the importance of the Holy Spirit and your purpose and how to allow the Holy Spirit to design you and purpose a few other things. I got it. There's some things we got to walk in, but the scripture keeps being in my spirit all morning. And so I need to read this to you. And this is Deuteronomy eight, and it's a call to remember and obey in its old Testament, but it's very significant. And this is as the children of Israel were being, were walking into their blessed place. My God, can somebody say I'm walking into my blessed place. I'm walking into my blessed state. So they were walking into their blessed state. They were walking into their blessed place. And God is getting ready to do something so significant, but he calls them to remember. <laughs> Can somebody say God will call you to remember? If you didn't know that God would call you to remember, I'm telling you, God will call you to remember. And if this is coming back up in my spirit, this is setting order for something. Anytime he starts giving me scripture, it's setting order for something. So we're getting ready to walk in our blessed place. And God is calling us to remember something. And if we are in a position where we're walking in purpose and we're walking by the spirit and we're allowing God to lead us and we really, really want to make impact corporately and we really want to make impact in our ministry and we really want to make impact in our homes and we really want to make impact in our children's lives, then we need to remember this point of remember. This is Deuteronomy 8. And it says, be careful. <laughs> And if God is telling us to be careful, we better be careful. If God is reminding us to be careful, we better be careful. If God is saying be careful, you need we need to be careful. It says be careful to obey all the commands I'm giving you today. Then you will live and multiply and you will enter and occupy, come on, Holy Spirit, the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors. So be careful to obey all the commands I'm giving you today. Then you will live and multiply and you will enter and occupy the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors. So it don't matter who hadn't occupied the land yet. It doesn't matter who, if mama them never had anything. It doesn't matter who hasn't accomplished anything up to this point because God is reminding us and calling us to remember, come on with this prophetic word, Holy Spirit, to remember that he is the one, he is the one that's going to give us the capacity to occupy the land that he even swore. It doesn't matter what the generational, come on, Holy Ghost, generational curse. It doesn't matter what somebody labeled you. It doesn't matter what you've been experienced. It doesn't matter what you had. It doesn't matter that you broke. It doesn't matter that you busted. It doesn't matter that you disgusted. It. it doesn't matter that it doesn't look like it's working. God is getting ready to do something so significant for you if you'll just what? Stop and obey. If you'll stop and obey. And the only way we're going to be able to stop and obey and move into the capacity of what we're supposed to be is that we're able to hear him spiritually and we're able to be led by the spirit. I had a very serious conversation with someone this weekend and they were asking me, they were like, I am not, I do not speak in tongues. So does that make mean I don't have the Holy Spirit? And I said, it doesn't. And I'm going to teach that. I said, but to, to, to say you have full baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that is evidence. It is evidence with speaking in tongues, the full, the full baptism. So it says, be careful to obey all the commands I'm giving you today. Then you will live and multiply and you will enter and occupy the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors. You know what that first piece tells me? Come on and break this down. You know what this first piece tells me? It's not, I can't, I can't, I can't multiply it. <laughs> 
I can't multiply it. And some of us for so long have been trying to multiply it. And God is simply saying, you don't have the capacity, come on now, to multiply, to multiply. You don't have the capacity to multiply what I put inside you. You don't have the capacity to multiply what I put inside you. So be careful to obey all the commands I'm giving you today. Then you will live and multiply and you will enter and occupy the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors. God is the person that creates and increases and multiplies and takes us into this new place. It's not, you don't have the capacity to multiply yourself. I see people who work endlessly. I see people who work tirelessly and it produces absolutely nothing. And the reason that it produces absolutely nothing is that because we keep trying to multiply us multiply ourselves. And God says, no, I'm the person that's going to multiply you. I'm the person that's going to increase you. I'm the person that's just deposited your purpose in you. I'm the person that called you to this. You ain't got to finagle. You ain't got to maneuver. You don't have to do absolutely anything else. You just got to get in position and let me multiply and increase you. It says, remember how the Lord, your God led you through the wilderness for these 40 years, humbling you and testifying you to prove your character. My God, the wilderness is a whole different thing. That's a whole different thing. I can have a whole different thing about this. It says for the 40 years, humbling you and testing you to prove your character and to find out whether or not you would obey his commands. Yes, he humbled you by letting you go hungry and then feeding you with manna, a food previously unknown to you and your ancestors. We're going to stop here. We're just going to pause for a second. I want to go back to the, the rest of the part. And so then six comes back and says, so obey the commands of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and fearing him. For the Lord that your God is bringing you into a good land of flowing streams and pools of water. We're going to divulge into that this week there's going to be some significant things that happens in your life but i'm telling you the only way that you're going to become be able to come into the fullness of this is that you're careful to obey every command that you're careful to obey over every command and then he's going to multiply the only way that you're going to be able to obey the commands of god and what god is saying to you is that you're sensitive enough to the holy spirit you did not put your purpose in you you didn't put your purpose in you. So let me tell you three things that keep you from your purpose, and then we're going to get out of here. Three things that keep you from your purpose is pride. Because <laughs> a lot of times we think we know better for ourselves than God. We, we, we do. Two, um, people, <laughs> either we've listened to what other people said too long, we're listening to people now. They're telling us, they're giving us the vision for our life. We're more, more concerned about what people have to say, uh, what people are doing, uh, what people are manifesting. We're, we're too concerned people, right? Pride people. And then the third thing is the lack of Holy Spirit. When people don't have clarity of vision, clarity of purpose, when their purpose and the dots are connecting, then the problem is probably, yeah, the problem is probably pride is in place. And you don't want to hear what God is trying to tell you to take you into the next season, right? You don't want to adjust yourself. You're uncomfortable with the unfamiliar. Second thing is people, people that you're connected to. Can I tell you something? If you're going to elevate and increase, you're going to have to do, do away with some people. You're going to have to do away with some people. You're going to have to be okay with leaving people behind. You're going to have to be okay with moving. You're going to have to be okay with adjusting yourself. And you're going to have to be okay without getting the approval of what you think you need from other people. The only person that you need to approve you and sign off 
on you is God. But if your life is not connected to the Holy Spirit, remember we were in Romans 8. We've been talking about life by the Spirit. Those that live by the Spirit are sons and daughters of God. And then the last thing is you're not living life according to the Spirit. You're living life according to your flesh. And the flesh is real tricky. Pride is real subtle. People get real funny. And so if you're not connected to the Holy Spirit, you're going to miss this. So when God says, be careful to obey all the commands I'm giving you today, your loyalty will be more to people than to God. And then you'll find yourself in a course or in a place where you're not reaching your full potential because you're more interested in being connected to people than you are to God. Or you're more interested in obeying and doing things your way than you are to God. If God is calling us into a place of multiplication and increase, can I share with you something? God's multiplication and increase doesn't look anything like ours. It doesn't look anything like ours. It doesn't look anything. The little money that you make on your job ain't, ain't nothing compared to what God can do for you. Ain't nothing compared to what God, the money that you make, is nothing compared to what God, remember I, we talked months ago, I'm not limited by my job. I'm not limited by my salary. I'm not limited to that because the God is the God that I serve has the capacity to increase me. And so as we're living life by the spirit, I need you to remember where, and ask yourself, holy, where am I connected to people that's keeping me from being connected to God and living life by the spirit? What, what people are in my way, what people are in the place of God, what people am I being more loyal to than I'm being loyal to God? And then the next thing that you got to begin to ask yourself and dealing with this is my pride keeping me from my wealthy place. Because when God gives you a commandment and you won't obey it, you continue to do whatever you do. That's pride. That's you exalting yourself. And we've been talking about do not grieve the Holy Spirit. When we grieve the Holy Spirit, guess what? He don't have to talk to you again about that. <laughs> he doesn't have to come back to you again. He doesn't have to come back to you again. Some of us don't even know that we haven't been connected by our to our purpose because we've just been doing. We've just been doing. We don't even know what our purpose really looks like. And it's coded inside our DNA. And God has been trying to speak to us about it. But because pride is in the way, our ears become clogged up and we can't even hear what the spirit has been trying to tell us about ourselves. And most of us have lived lives. So I need you to know that there's, I need to share this with you before I get out of here. Jeremiah 1 and 5 tells you, he, I formed you in your mother's womb. My God, I formed you in your mother's womb. You're not an accident. Come on now. You created for purpose. I'm talking about every person. And somebody will say, well, what about the disabled child? Every purpose person was created for purpose. I've seen people with extreme disabilities do amazing things. But if the enemy keeps telling you, you were just sent here to work a job and you just work a job, you're not going to understand that you're full of purpose and that there's life in you and that I don't care how old you are, it's not over yet. Sarah fulfilled a vision and a purpose way into age. Sarah fulfilled a vision and a purpose way into age. She was old and she still fulfilled a vision and a purpose. She didn't understand everything God was calling her to, but the Lord was calling her to be the mother of generations. You don't probably understand everything God is calling you to, but he's calling you to live a lifestyle and a legacy for generations. My God, your name should be great for generations. I don't care what position. I don't care if you were sent to school to be the best assistant teacher, whatever it is, God has called you unto purpose and he has marked you and he knows you by name. 
He knows you by name, but you got to understand. I want you to do something today as we go into this journey on life by the spirit and talk and start talk, talking about purpose. And I, I thought about this. I want you to repent and I want you to ask God to forgive you for every time that you've closed your ears to him and not moved according to purpose and moved according to your own plan, right? I want you to do that. Father God, we thank you this morning. Father, please forgive us for any time we've not moved in your purpose, for any time we've set in our own journey, for any time we've been in our own way, for any time we've been consumed by other things. We've been more loyal to people. We've been more loyal to you, Father God. Forgive us when you've spoken things to us and we've been fearful and we've been scared and we've been hindered and we've not obeyed your word. <laughs> Father God, forgive us for every moment, for, for every strategy that we shuck off and we disobey. Father, please forgive us right now in the name of Jesus. Now, Father God, I'm asking you that you open the eyes of our understanding that we are enlightened to the hope and call that you have on our life in Christ Jesus. Father, give us the wisdom we need. And Lord God, I'm asking you for a second chance. I'm asking you for a second chance for your people, Lord God, that the doors not be closed, Father God, that if they didn't walk into the fullness of what you called the first time, that you'll give them an opportunity again, Lord God. Give us opportunities again. Lord God, let us walk into the fullness now. Let us obey your voice now so that we can multiply and increase the earth for your glory. Father, we just repent. We repent for grieving and quenching the Holy Spirit, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, that you are resetting us. Give us visions. Give us dreams to God. Bring things back to our remembrance. Give us witty ideas. Give us inventions. Holy Spirit, we need you now more than ever so that we can be full of life and full of purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. Remember that a life by the Spirit, life by the Spirit, right? Remember this, that a life by the Spirit is what's going to give us life. And a life in our flesh is going to be death. Anytime we've lived in our flesh, we kill our purpose, not God. Anytime we've lived in our flesh, anytime we've made decisions, anytime we walked outside of God's will for our life, anytime we haven't stayed connected to the places that we're supposed to stay connected to, come on now, we've lived a life by our flesh and we've learned anytime we live in the flesh, it's death to that area. And so some of us did had death in our purpose. And the reason we had death in our purpose was because we didn't understand who we were spiritually and we weren't allowing the spirit to lead us. And the spirit has the capacity to grow and do all things in us. So I need you to be careful. Obey all the commands he's given you today so he can multiply, increase you, and you can enter and occupy the land the Lord swore for you and for your ancestors. It's purpose in this. It's a ministry in you. Ministry means to meet a need. You were here to create, to serve, and you do not have to work yourself to death. So go on and repent, reset yourself, and then allow the Holy Spirit to do a greater work in you so that you can walk in the fullness of what God called you to be. You are not limited to your current condition. I need to say that one more time for somebody because you thought you were limited. You are not limited to your current condition. You are not limited to your geographical, geographical location and you are not limited by what you see. You have every capacity, every benefit, everything that you need to fulfill your destiny. It is deep on the inside of you. It just needs to be unlocked by the Holy Spirit. It just needs to be unlocked 
by the Holy Spirit. I promise you it's in you. I promise you it's in you. You just need the wisdom of God in you so that it can come out and you can walk into the fullness of what God called you to be while you're here on earth. You were called to make impact for kingdom. There's a strength in you. There's a wisdom. There's a love. There's a grace. There's an anointing in you. Can I share this last thing thing with you? There's an anointing in you that was designed to destroy yokes to whatever kingdom, to whatever sphere of influence that you're connected to. There's an anointing and a capacity in you that's supposed to switch that up, that's supposed to change the game. You a game. My, my apostle always say, you a game changer. You a game changer. You are not here by accident. You are not a mistake. You're not um, something that was a one night stand. You are here purpose for God's glory. For God's glory, you just haven't realized what's inside of you. And I'm believing God this week that he's going to shake your very foundation and that what he's called you to and what he's purposed you to will come alive in you. (laughs) Because I know that's part of my purpose on this earth, to shake up your places in you that you thought were dead to the and open them up to the living Christ so that you can fulfill purpose and walk into the fullness of who God called you to do. You're not limited to your geographical location. Some of y'all have thought your address is what's limited you. Your address has not limited you. Your, your degrees have not limited you. I promise you they haven't. Your mom of them have not limited you. You're not limited by what you see. You were caused to change the game for Christ. You're not limited to that. You're not limited to one space. You're not limited to one thing. You're not limited. That's the lie the enemy has told you. And I'm just believing God this this day that God's going to work up your purpose in you. I love y'all so much. I got to get out of here. I love y'all so much. Y'all, y'all stay tuned in. LakeishaMJohnson.com. We'll be back here in the morning, back in the studio in this morning. Y'all keep up. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.